you something? I said, can I ask you something? Ain't I'm clean? grew up born and raised and so I know a thing or two about barbecue right how about a nice greasy pork sandwich today's secret ingredient is Jack Turtle's chicken it's a Memphis thing Broadcasting from the back room of a Jack Pirtles on Poplar Avenue, you're listening to Never Ask a Skinny Man, a show about restaurants, food, and food culture here in the Mid-South. I'm your host, Anthony Kale, and remember, when you want to know where good food is, never ask a skinny man. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. How are you, my family? I have missed talking to you. It's been some trying times for all of us, brothers and sisters of humanity. We have all seen some pretty rough days over this past year. And uh, man, uh, when we talk about food, I feel like I've been living in a food desert lately because with everything that's gone on, uh, everything is still sort of dealing with the effects of COVID, and uh, the restaurant industry is is still slowly and surely recovering uh, those that could from it. So, man, uh, it's been a rough time. But you know, I was beginning to wonder if we would have any good food experiences for quite a while. I think my wife was tired of me cooking every dish under the sun and uh, every different type of dish under the sun, and was ready to. Uh, check out some good food outside the home. So as the clouds began to lift and some of the restaurants in the area started opening and and started doing more than just carry out, you could actually go in and eat. I found myself driving into Memphis and my first stop uh, of the morning was at VGM Foods in Delhi over on Macon Road. Now, if you've never been to VGM, VGM specializes in Filipino foods and groceries. So you can go in, uh, you can you can buy your your spices and your uh, frozen egg rolls. You can buy your um, uh, frozen fruit and uh, sodas and drinks from uh, the Philippines and all sorts of condiments. The highlight of the place is the deli. Uh, the when you walk in to the right, you'll see this glass case, and behind the glass case is usually an array of just some amazing-looking dishes. And uh, I mean, they they do a little bit of everything, man. And, and you know what's really nice when you go in and you grab a bite, uh, the walls are decorated in these murals of tropical scenes from the Philippines and uh, the the staff there are just really sweet folks. So it's an amazing experience to go in there. It's just uh, uh, very laid back and the food is wonderful. And uh, the folks uh, who run the business, they are really kind folks too. 
Now, once you go up there and, and look behind that glass, man, you'll see they've got uh, Filipino barbecue chicken. Uh, they've got crispy pork, uh, the lechon. Oh, man. Uh, they've got rice noodles, the pancit. Uh, and they've got all sorts of savory stews made of chicken, pork, and beef uh, cooked in like traditional Filipino style. So, so it's sort of a morning, uh, mid-morning snack, I guess. I settled on uh, trying some of the lumpia, some of the Filipino uh, egg rolls. And man, are they good. They take seasoned pork, uh, some garlic, some onion, some carrots, and cabbage. And uh, they, they put them inside of this uh, almost a crepe-style wrapper and deep fry until they come out this golden crispy crepe uh, type egg roll and uh, you go over to the counter and they've got a ton of really unique dipping sauces you can get sweet chili sauce uh, one of my favorites uh, Filipino condiment of coconut vinegar is really good and uh, there's also another sauce that's used a lot on lechon uh, called mang tomas uh, it's actually named after St. Thomas Aquino, uh, the patron saint of Santo Thomas, uh, where the sauce was created. And uh, it contains ground pork, sugar, vinegar, uh, breadcrumbs, and different spices. It's a little bit sweet, and it's, and it's rich. Uh, so go in and get you some of those um, egg rolls there at VGM, some of the, the lumpia. And... Uh, get you some of the different dipping sauces there. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Now, a little bit later in the day, when I got toward lunch, I thought to myself, you know, it has been a while since I've gotten out and explored. And so I want to try a restaurant that I hadn't tried before. And I've been driving past this place on Summer Avenue that's over by like a car repair shop and kind of down toward uh, moving closer toward the end of Summer Avenue, uh, going toward uh, the, the park in that area. And there's a place there on the left uh, that is a, a Mexican restaurant I've always wanted to stop at, and it's called La Yemarada. And it's, it's one of those places that if you blink, you'll miss it because it's just sort of, mixed in with the rest of the buildings there. It's a very nondescript building. So when you walk in this Mexican restaurant, you're not met with the, you know, the sound of some sort of uh, fake uh, mariachi music. There's no uh, cast, you know, uh, tin cactuses or sombreros hanging from the wall or any of the uh, horrible stereotypes that we seeing a lot of Americanized Mexican restaurants. Now, this is authentic Mexican food. And when you walk in, um, you'll see it's a, it's a very uh, quaint, uh, almost diner-type atmosphere. But when you go in, you'll see there's a, a billboard on the wall advertising some traditional, you know, some things that you might be used to, tacos and burritos and uh, tortas and um, but man, uh, you know, once you get in, you see, first of all, this is sort of a sanctuary, uh, for folks. Uh, the, in fact, every customer in there, uh, was, 
Latino uh, when I was in there. And, and there was this just this vibe that you got where families were coming in, that this was uh, something that they were familiar with, something that was comforting, that this was Mexican comfort food. And man, it just uh, I kept getting excited along the way. And as I went up to the counter, it's, young man asked me, he said, can I help you? And I said, well, I said, I really, I've never been here before and I'd love to, to try some of the different dishes you have. And he said, we make homemade Mexican soul food, not like Tex-Mex. This is Mexican soul food. My mother is from Veracruz and she cooks something uh, different every day. And so uh, he, uh, he took me to the, the counter space where they have some of the different foods there um, behind the sort of the serving station. And his mother, uh, Maria, uh, fixed up a plate. Now, listen to this. Every day they're open, every day they're open, she serves up a huge homemade plate of uh, two, two meats, two sides, a salad, homemade tortillas, and salsa. And it's like around 10 bucks. I had pork ribs, uh, cheese empanadas, some wonderful black beans um, with uh, some of the uh, uh, cheese uh, drizzled over the top. Uh, I had uh, fresh tortillas and... Uh, uh, some stewed chicken. It was absolutely one of the best Mexican dishes I've ever had. I, it, it's some of the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. It was authentic. It was, you could tell, it was totally made with love. Um, it was not some sort of generic, homogenized, you know, we pulled this out of the deep freeze and uh, no, it was fresh made. It was homemade, and it was it was truly good stuff. And in fact, I came back the next week um, to try her mole, which is if you listen to the show, you'll hear me mention mole is absolutely one of my favorite dishes. And she made a beautiful chocolatey, uh, I believe it was a mole poblano um, that was off the chain. I mean, this stuff was wonderful. And man, if you are uh, in Memphis around Summer Avenue, look them up. Uh, it was so stinking good. That's La Yemarada. And, and I'm going to spell this for you, okay? Because if, you, if you're like me and you speak Southernese, you, you, you might jack this up and, and trying to find it. <laughs> it's La L L A. M-A-R-A-D-A, -A -A. La Yamarada. And to my Spanish-speaking friends, if I butchered that word, that word, please forgive me. Uh, but this is some phenomenal food you've got to check out. This week's tip of the week comes from a restaurant located at 3588 Ridgeway in Memphis, Faso 8. Uh, Faso 8 is located next to a uh, oriental market there that used to be 
called the Oriental Best Market. I think it also goes by Family Best Market. And FASO 8 uh, has a, a pretty standard uh, menu of Vietnamese foods. Uh, you can definitely get your pho and your banh mi. But one of the things that I tried, and I think you should try, is an appetizer they prepare of roasted quail. Now, quail in Vietnam is served many times as a street food. It'll be deep fried uh, and as a traditional marinade. Now, uh, you could taste some of the traditional marinade on this particular quail. Uh, you'll have everything from uh, garlic and onion, rice vinegar, uh, lime juice, uh, in fact, some of them will actually use uh, honey um, and uh, five spice powder. And they definitely had some of the five spice on this roast quail. But it was it was done very well. Um, it was cooked thoroughly, but it was not dried out. And there was actually meat to taste on it, which was really good. And the, the crust... Uh, on the bird was was really well done as well with a really good seasoning and a nice dipping sauce on the side. So check out that roast quail there at Fa So 8. And while you're there, you might want to check out some other things on the menu. One of the things that I saw that I don't see much in this region is a goat hot pot. Um, I, I love hot pot. Um, I'm a sucker for a good Szechuan hot pot. Uh, but they have a goat hot pot that definitely sounds interesting. So uh, if you get there in Memphis, it's over it again at 3588 Ridgeway Road in Memphis. And that is my tip of the week. Are you hungry? Here's Tony's tip of the week. Whenever I'm expecting a lot of company, haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really uh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> From eating all of this stuff. <clears throat> uh, good healthy meal like this. Now that's what they call soul food. Now you got black eyed peas, carrot greens, collard greens, cornbread, watermelon, and for dessert, poke buds. And I really, really needed some food. Something healthy like beets. Shows you how good it is. Greg Brown with Four Boys Barbecue, and I'm being interviewed by Never Ask a Skinny Man. There you go. <laughs> Welcome back to Never Ask a Skinny Man. I wanted to share with you this last part of the show little bit of an interview I did with Greg Brown of Poe Boys Barbecue out of Lexington, Tennessee. Uh, Greg has a lineage of barbecue history in uh, Lexington and his family and some good stuff. So uh, here we go, taking it on the road with Poe Boys Barbecue. So I'm driving down Hollywood Drive in Jackson, Tennessee, and I have seen this truck a couple of times over here for Po' Boys Barbecue. And today we stopped and tried to find out what Po' Boys Barbecue is all about. 
Uh, what's your name, sir? Greg Brown. Mr. Brown, how long have y'all been doing uh, barbecue? Since 2004. 2004. Wonderful. Well, now, being mobile, uh, what areas do y'all go to? Right now, we just cover Madison County. Okay, just in Madison. All right, wonderful. We're glad to have you here. Uh, I had a little bit of your ribs, and uh, I'd say they were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. Fall off the bones, smoky, but not too smoky. Um, were, were moist, but not just ladled in sauce unless you wanted to put some sauce on them. Uh, and that hot sauce was fine as well. What's some of the other stuff y'all serve here at Po' Boys? Hey, we have nachos, uh, loaded nachos. We have a fry that we call the Sloppy Hog, which is a fantastic fry. Uh, we have uh, uh, loaded potato. Uh, we have catfish. Uh, we have uh, Polish sausage. We have bologna. So those are some of the items that we try to make good to the public. Now tell me about this hog again now. What's that dish? Uh, sloppy hog. It's uh, fries. Uh, it's uh, barbecue. It's uh, sour cream, uh, cheddar cheese, and we use a little bit of ranch dressing with our secret sauce. Oh man, that sounds like that'll help you right there. I know what I'm going to be coming back and getting next time around. Now with all the stuff y'all have, what do you think, uh, what would you say is some of y'all's best selling items? Uh, right now it's the ribs and the barbecue most popular items yeah and do y'all um are y'all how long are y'all usually out during the day or uh, evening or however long uh, 11 to 6 11 to 6 11 sure. to 6 wonderful thursday through saturday thursday through saturday mm -hmm. now how long um did y'all do barbecue before you did this we did we did uh and mainly the holidays we, okay uh, Fourth of July, Labor Day, Memorial Day, we were cooking in the backyard. I got you. Started in Lexington, Tennessee. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. You you in the you in the same campground as Scotts and all that Scott's down there in the Lexington area. What uh, I guess what inspired you to move from doing it just for holidays and then taking it on the road? Well, a uh, few friends stopped by and uh, asked about the barbecue. Could they? purchase some and they purchased some and they liked it and they told us that we ought to consider going in business so uh, we stuck our head out in 2004 we tried it things went well so we continued to grow and look for opportunities that's awesome well you know and that's the that seems to be the the, the way to go about it is build building your customer base and then taking off from there because you know we have some folks who they'll just sort of hang a sign on a shingle and they say, oh yeah, we do this. Well, if folks have never tasted your food, you may not have anyone even walk in the door. <laughs> so uh, building that reputation first uh, is having quality food is uh, definitely the, the way to go, it seems, and uh, definitely build that following. And uh, as with a lot of really good barbecue places I've seen, it seemed like word of mouth is the best advertising. Correct. Because, um, you know, I, I've seen commercials for all kinds of different places, and they may or may not be great, but you let a relative or a friend tell you you need to go check this place out, that's the way to be. And, you know, like I said, I just drove by and saw y'all's truck here, and it seen the vehicle before, and I was like, you know, I need to check them out. And, man, I'm glad I did. Y'all got some really good stuff. And um, 
definitely will be back with friends and family and i want everybody listening to never ask a skinny man to definitely come check out Boys barbecue uh i'm gonna give because y'all are not don't have a, a, a y'all are mobile i guess uh if y'all don't mind i'm gonna give y'all's number on here that's 731-225-8607 uh you want to find out about them and uh y'all i assume y'all take call in orders to, yes, to pick up that'd be yes, wonderful uh do y'all do uh large groups if somebody wanted to have a little gathering and get together some right we will do catering either on the spot or uh, we'll do it satellite wonderful wonderful well we are so glad to have you on here and uh, we definitely want folks to come y'all's way we appreciate it thank you thank you hey we want to thank the folks at Poe boys barbecue for taking time and talking with us we encourage you to check out some of the amazing food-related pages uh, on Facebook. Uh, one of our all-time favorites is, of course, the folks over at Memphis Sandwich Click. Almost every day, these cats post food porn that will make you get up from wherever you're at and go find food. It is ridiculous, the stuff they show on there. One of the latest ones they showed uh, is from the fine folks over at Elwood Shack. And Elwood's has always been a great place. But man, they offer something right now called the Lobster Exotic. Get this. It's a five-ounce Angus tenderloin with two ounces of cold water Maine lobster, shimmering with butter, with hollandaise sauce on a Kaiser roll. Son. You talking about some good eats. Of course, they've uh, been showing a lot of pictures of this. And also, some of this, uh, people are really raving over this grilled chicken melt uh, from the Fries Guys uh, food truck there in Memphis. So, definitely check them folks out at Memphis Sandwich Click. We hope to have them on the show here soon. And uh, we appreciate the work they do to push the local food scene uh, here in the Mid-South as well. You've been listening to Never Ask a Skinny Man, the podcast about food, food culture, and restaurants here in the Mid-South. I'm your host, Anthony Kale, and I hope to see you again real soon. Be kind to each other, love your brother, and remember, when you want to know whether it's good food, never ask a skinny man. <laughs>